Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, proudly presented by Roast House Pub, where elevated culinary creations meet a fresh, evolving craft beer selection, making it one of Frederick's unique dining destinations. Hey everyone, I'm your host Chris Sands, and this is episode 294. And this is also the sixth anniversary episode with, as you may have guessed it, Old Mother Brewing Company. How are you, Chris? I'm doing great. How about you, sir? This is the sixth anniversary of the show? Uh, the official day was yesterday. The plan was we were going to record it beforehand, and then I was going to release it ah. early on the anniversary day instead of the normal Friday. But since Nicky Poo had to go hurt himself. Yeah, with our delay. Sorry which, about that. Which is also why he's not here. Totally messed up your anniversary plan. It did. I'm so just, this is six years for your show. I thought it was five for you. Oh, last year was five. Remember? Okay. Yeah, this is our seven-year anniversary, and you did do it on our first. Yeah. Yeah. Simple math. Yeah. It, it, math is hard. <laughs> math is hard. <laughs> Numbers are difficult. Um, and I, I was trying to remember on the way here if this is the first time you've been on, like, to talk about Old Mother, that Nick wasn't here. But then I realized he blew us off <laughs> also for, I think, the fourth anniversary because you were hiding in your, like, in, the, in your office space at your house. We did that one remotely. Whoa. I do not remember that. I think you were very drunk. No, I don't. Remember. Was that? <laughs> it was. A, it was a COVID episode. Jeez, time flies. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Um, and I was. I was also trying to remember. Have Have we done on any of these where they were recorded like you'd never been on before, where we retold the old mother story, or has oh. it been six years since you've told? The story of old mother. Well, I mean, what's the story? I don't know. Whatever you make <laughs> up, it's probably changed. <laughs> yeah. I bet you. I bet you. Maybe <laughs> we, we. Yeah, we did have. We did have like this library of stories that we would tell people when we first opened, but we forgot then them it was all. Just, now. Yeah, then yeah, we forgot them all. <laughs> all the beer has washed those away. Because um, I was gonna say we 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 should because I don't think we have in any of the recent episodes. And someone who was good at this probably would have listened back through them to see if that was the case. But I'm not good at this. So yeah, so I, I probably probably the first our first episode. Well, yeah, obviously you know, that one. You like, did. who are you? Yeah. Right. But then after that, it's just been uh, it's just been shenanigans with you for five years, yeah. six years. Um, I did because I, I reposted the first episode yesterday, and uh, one. You seemed very disinterested in being there. That's not true. Um, That's not true. Listen, I think over the years, and you you would agree with this. This is two two ninety four. You said, yeah. So your first podcast versus your two ninety four, the nerves and the relaxation, like it all has come with time, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I don't. So listen, I was probably nervous as hell. <laughs> I don't know. There's video for that one too. You looked very <laughs> disinterested. No. And then my second part was going to be like I was really bad at this. <laughs> oh, okay. And I may, I mean, I may still be. But you had to leave. You had to lead with me. Yeah. Being disinterested. Yeah. And maybe that's why I was so bad. That's why. Yeah. That affected <laughs> and, your performance. Yeah. Un- understood. And it set the whole tone for the entire show. So now, not like, like not like just that. Two hundred ninety-four episode. episodes yeah. worth. So like I'm still. <laughs> I'm still at this point trying to recover from how you made <laughs> the me detri- feel that oh, first. Man, you know, 
If we could only go back in time. Yeah, and then maybe someday, like I'll get over that, and the show will be good. <laughs> uh, but until then, people are just stuck listening to it the way it is. You've clearly and been doing something right for, and it's Keith's fault. Uh, well, you know, I'm a humble man, so <laughs> if there's something I did in the past to mess something up, it'll just I'm willing to admit it. This this is um this this will probably be the last year of it. You say that every year. <laughs> and then, then that way, just in case it happens, I've already <laughs> I've called it. So I mean, you know, we've talked about it. Things have changed and evolved for you, though. You've dipped out into other into other arenas and done yeah, things. The, you blew some glass this year. I did. That's that pretty was a cool. Little fun. Yeah. Have you've had Valencia at or no? Or have you ever had him at an event or not? I don't believe so. Is he a local a local glassmaker? Yeah, he's in. Um, uh, Clarksburg, it's a Clarksburg. Oh. So it's very close. way it closer was, than I thought. Yeah, yeah it was. Okay. A, it's like a half hour. It was a half hour drive to get. Yeah, to I don't know that I've ever um, had the pleasure of meeting him. And he's uh, he might. Be, are you going to the Baltimore Craft, Craft. Beer Festival? I am not. Okay, because um, I think he's going to be at that one too. He was at the one in Frederick along the creek because oh. he has an all mobile oh, setup, nice. so he does like, on site demonstrations. That's cool. <clears throat> I would I would be interested in that. Yeah, so I like love watching you, things being made. If you ever had an event here, you could have well, them set up in the parking lot over there. Mr. Clarksburg Glassman, we have a, a vendor market December 17th, if you'd like to come out. I um, yeah, I don't think he could set up indoors. Listen, we can figure it out. Okay. You know. I will, you know, just, I, I will relay that to him. Just put a blanket on on the furnace, right? And it'll be... Can I, can I come and set up in... Um, sell some of the glassware that my wife keeps yelling at me that I need to get rid of. <laughs> like like an eBay page? Yeah, kind of. Like, I'll just sit there and sell Facebook the, Marketplace? Yeah. <laughs> what does your glassware collection look like these days? Because I know, I know you, were, you are quite the, uh, the collector. Well, of, like, just printed, like, normal glassware stuff, I don't even... It, it's an obscene amount, but most of that's like boxed up and in my garage now. So I just want, that's, that's waiting what for I want to sell. Waiting for your man cave room no, to like hang it all? No, waiting for you to say, yeah, Chris, you can come <laughs> set up a table and sell it. Um, the um, the hand-blown stuff also, probably some would say too many. Yeah. Like well, you know. 20-ish. Everybody's maybe. got their vice, right? I unfortunately have too many. Vices Too and nice of <laughs> electronics, yeah, and hand blown glass. Well, this at least this <clears> is function <throat> like this at least gets used True. once a week, yeah. And the glassware, are you afraid to use? No, I'm not afraid to. I just I don't drink much. I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> Ironic, yeah. <laughs> um, actually, of everything, of all the glassware I have. The set of margarita glasses that Beth had made for me for our wedding anniversary gets used the most. Got it. That's what I drink the most of at home. Margaritas? Yeah. I make a mean margarita. Okay. All right. We might have to do a little collab once we get uh, some things set up over here. Which yeah, we, we can, should. I'm sure we're going to dive into we, some We things. will. Well, why don't we? You want to dive into a, to a little bit of a, you mean crack, a, crack one of these? Yeah, sure. What are you going to open first? What do you want to start with? We have, um, I mean, we've got the $200 plasma. Do you want to remember, do you want to have a, a little bit of reminisce? I mean, for, like palette wise, it would go, probably be best to start with hand, Start light. Right? Okay. Yeah. Is that, um, 
that's not the Hank that's always been, right? This or is, is that not, this is not our regular Hank? Okay, so this is a, a special anniversary release. This is the first time we took a crack at an amber lager. Yeah, it was gonna because regular Hank is an, just, just an American a, lager, yep, right? Regular American yeah. lager, yeah. So what is what would you compare this to? Because I know I, that's what I would I would say it's closest to uh, you know say a Yingling or something with a little bit more malt character than than a typical uh, American lager or Hank. But I like this a lot more than I was expecting to, only because I'm not a big. Um, I don't like malty sweet mm, beer, but mm. this isn't. When you said like that, it would be maltier. Yeah, so like of. slightly bready. You know, I mean, a fall. You know, a, a lager yeah. is not going to be. You know, as malty as an amber ale. It's or almost like pushing like Marzen esque. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, we actually we dove down the rabbit hole this year with uh, a bunch of loggers. Um, and it was fun to see the progression of color and uh, just slight malt differences in the grain bill, how they really separate the styles of beer. We did a Fest beer and an Oktoberfest, a Marsden style lager for Oktoberfest, and the differences between those two beers were phenomenal. So we I laid. really like your Fest beer. <clears throat> yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice. We sort of went back to the drawing board this year on that recipe um, to sort of s separate it more rigidly into a fest beer style versus a martin style okay we had tank space to do both styles of beer um and a lot of people don't know that fest beer is not an Oktoberfest. i think over time the martin Oktoberfest and fest beer have sort of been molded into what people think of as an Oktoberfest beer which is a martin style lager but they're two very different styles yeah they definitely are and i agree with you i think that a lot of people do not differentiate between the two of them yeah and assume that it's just like a interchangeable name right between the two right and like you know for marketing purposes it you know it it, it is but for us it was fun to be able to dive into those two styles and have two very distinct beers for that for that season um so how many special beers do you have coming out for your anniversary we have five special releases why didn't you just do one more well, no, it's well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, seven, you should have done right, two more. Right. We, you know, we are um, sort of really bad good at, at math. Well, we're bad at math. I mean, we already know that. That's yeah. been established. But we, we're normally, um, we've taken a significant step back into the speed at which we try to do things over the years. So we're, we were much more methodical and planned things out this year. Um, a lot of time was spent figuring out what sort of styles we wanted to do for anniversary and you know we like the amber lager uh for instance hank has been a brand that we've been building for the past couple years yeah. and we've waited for hank to to be sort of a household name in frederick before we we released a variant um and i mean we wanted to do an amber lager for a long time but the time was right so we were able to you know work the grain bill and the beer recipe and we think that it came out really nice. So do you want to do like a whole, are you going to do like a whole line of uh, Hank variants or different? Like I mean, do we do a Hank rice lager, Hank. There, there could be like, you know, we've, we've thrown, we've tossed around the idea of doing like a Hank light, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> Hank is already 4.6%. Yeah, you can't so. really go much, much. Yeah. Lighter. I mean, if you like wanted to dive down to like 3.8 or 4%, you could, but Hank NA Hank's light enough. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, non-alcoholic Hank. Yeah, you could. You could. 
non-alcoholic beer is actually more difficult to make make well and I have no idea how to do think. it. There's different processes that you that people use, but um, the NA beer that we have in house, um, uh, who is it? Well being, well being in Syria, we carry the NA styles there, and they have enough style variation where we don't need to take up tank space to do something that we're not going to be. You know, I was about to at. say too, like um, even though it's only two more. Uh, trying to drop seven beers at one time would it's tough. definitely be difficult yeah, it's really for tough. you guys. For us to maintain like our distro schedule and yeah. like everything, production and keeping up with varieties in the tasting room, it was tough to squeeze all this in. Are you are you distributing enough now that you have to worry about that? Where you have demand and schedules to meet with your distributors? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we've added more, more production tanks um, over the last year and a half. And the distributor's always asking, you know, for more beer. They're trying to grow the brand just like we are. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's it's a constant juggle of we have to get this in the tank, so what do we have space for? And it sort of has reduced um, the experimentation and the one-off, um, you know, beer things that we used to be able to do a lot, which is fine. I mean, that's, you know, that's just sort of where we're at right now. Yeah. There's, you know, there's discussion and talk about trying to, figure some of that stuff out so we can get back to more with the one-off stuff um but we've got a lot of things moving uh hopefully within the next couple months so i guess this was going to be the podcast where we will officially let let everybody know that 50 50 food truck wait let's take a real quick sponsor break. hold up and then okay that i can't See how professional that was. Yeah, we'll enjoy. They, we'll enjoy a little bit a, of amber lager. They call call that a tease. Oh, a tease. Then, okay, wait. <laughs> uh, so we will be right back. Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations, located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, mom's spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday. Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts. Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together, to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs, or one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites, they'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek. All right, sorry for interrupting you, but no, it's all right. We, we should actually. I should. I should not let my ADD drive this conversation into millions of directions. I mean, I'm just here for the ride. So let's let's get the anniversary weekend knocked out. That's true. We didn't okay. even finish that, and you're ready so to jump into. Well, the we next didn't even episode. say that we had an entire weekend. Yeah, we're. I'm ready to talk about a million other things, but <laughs> you know, let's talk the business first. What um what is going on for that's is that that's this weekend this weekend yeah so it'll tomorrow starting tomorrow yeah today is yep tomorrow yeah so tomorrow we have uh, the camp nightmare guys 
Jordan and uh, JB? Well, I mean, I'm saying tomorrow because this will come out on Friday and anyone listens to it. So let's just say days. Yeah, it's going to come out tomorrow. Yeah, so yeah. tomorrow. Oh, so today? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> today, in the tasting room, uh, we've got the Camp Nightmare guys coming to do a horror-themed trivia night. I, I've never done trivia, but I feel like I would be horrendous at it. Let me tell you, I'm terrible at trivia, too. But we do tr- poorhouse trivia on Thursdays. There's like 50, 60 people that show up every week. To throw down on trivia. Is that a franchise? I don't... Yeah. Yeah, it's like a... It's a thing. I guess I franchise would be the word. Yeah, because there's... There's like a local guy that does the poorhouse here in this area. Yeah, and he's so like he... He just out. does it, but he uses a service to... Oh, yeah, sure. I don't think he generates... Uh, or the they core. generate the uh, the content. Okay. So yeah, it's probably like a paid franchise subscription or something. Yeah, because I mean, you see all kind of places advertising poorhouse trivia. Yeah. Obviously, can't be the same person. Yeah, and like they do, they do a great job in the local area because there's like championships and you know people who are super serious about trivia that want to win and have bragging rights. They yeah. do, they do all I, that. I um I can never remember anything. Like it'll be on the tip of my tongue, but yeah. I would never be able to answer a question. You know, correctly. I feel like if there was some sort of something like set up like a trivia night, but it's like a it's like a like a DIY. Like as long night. as you get close. No, like right. like you come in and you have to tighten a pipe or something. Oh, yeah. I would be awesome <laughs> at DIY, like a DIY night. It's like all the kind of stuff that I have to uh, Google and, and find a find <laughs> a, watch YouTube a YouTube video, video of find yeah a YouTube video before yeah. I do it. Yeah, yeah. How do you troubleshoot an outlet? Yeah, <laughs> I got that. So do I. You after know? I watch a five after you minutes. watch a YouTube video, yeah. <laughs> you don't do it with a fork, by the way. <laughs> Oh, I watched the wrong video. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anniversary weekend today, we've got horror trivia tonight. And then uh, Saturday is going to be the big anniversary blowout. Um, I can't remember. Kristen, are we releasing all of our beers Friday? We're releasing all of our beers Saturday. So, we've Thank got... Thank God someone around here knows what's knows going what's on. Knows what's going on. Yeah, right. So, we've got the Amber, we've got the amber Lager... Amber Hank, um, we did an awesome collaboration, which we'll dip into um, after that glass with Manor Hill, our boys at Manor Hill. That was a really fun beer. What so is it? It's a double fudge brownie dessert stout. We threw chocolate everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. It's <laughs> not the beer. in the. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's cocoa nibs in the mash, there's cocoa nibs in the boil kettle, there's cocoa powder, there's chocolate everywhere. And it actually came out. Really, really does nice. Does it taste like chocolate? It does. I would hope yeah. so. Yeah, it does. Um, so that was just fun because Daryl, I call him and Daryl. Okay. Daryl's brewing up there. And then Eric Gleason, old school Eric Gleason. Well, they're not at, He's not, neither there. of them are brewing, though. They're Daryl's brewing. Is he? Yeah. I thought he was more of. Eric's doing, uh, well, he was on the brew house when we went. So we did a beer co- we did a beer collab here. We did this dessert stout here, and then we went down to their place uh, two weeks ago, and did a coffee stout, which is releasing I think first week in December down at their place. Nice. Have you ever been to Manor Hill? Forever ago. I believe it's much different than when I was there. Unbelievable. Really, really well put together. Um, the team there is top notch. Um, 
so yeah, like being able to catch back up with Daryl and Eric, you know, we sort of mentioned Eric when they came over here for the, um, for their collaboration on our side, Eric, you know, when Barlene Hops was still around, like Eric and John were hugely instrumental in helping Nick and I figure out how to be professional brewers. Well, yeah, because you went and like hung out with them a lot prior to opening, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Some... I mean, you know, um, you know, back in 2015, the the, Fred, the brewer circle was much smaller yeah. uh, than it currently is. So you there know, was everybody... another brewery that did that a lot too. It didn't pan out for them though. What? Nothing. <laughs> I'm just trying to. Th- I don't know what you're talking about. House anyway, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> you know is that one? Is it, you got that FX button? It's it. You if, don't know where it's at. Well, I do, but it, it, no one would hear it because I'm not recording that channel. Oh, okay. Sorry. Anywho, um, so yeah, it was just nice to nice to be able to talk shop and uh, reminisce about the those good old days, and of course show our appreciation for helping us uh, cut our teeth. When we were brewing 50 gallons at a time. I remember that filthy old brew house you had. It wasn't filthy. No, it was. It was Not the brew house. The old, hood that it was under. Yes. Was, that, I was thinking of the hood. Was questionable. Yeah. It was questionable. There's a lot of questionable stuff there. There was. There was. <laughs> but, you know, that's, uh, that's the beauty of entrepreneurship and small business. Remember how bad your beer was when you first opened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew that, that that had to come up for sure, for sure. Yeah, you know, there's a learning curve to things, you know. But it's all good, you know. We've come, we've come to the. I feel like we've come full circle. Well, no, coming full circle would be you were making bad, bad beer, beer again. again. Oh, yeah, you've done a one. I guess that's why we decided to stop doing the bad beer milkshake bullshit. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Like this, these are just stupid. We're not going to do those anymore. <laughs> um, all right. So you have Hank, the yeah the Hank chocolatey double, chocolate, chocolate double fudge stout. brownie dessert stout in collab with Manor Hill. We have uh, Impressionist Reaper edition. So it's a black IPA. Oh, so it's a it's a total mind game. It it looks like a stout but drinks like Impressionist. So that was a fun beer to do. Um, and then we've got Sucker Punch, our Blackberry Raspberry coming back out. We were excited to uh, put that in the tanks and get that back. People like that one. Yeah. You don't do Sucker Punches as much as you used to, do you? you no. Know, I mean, you know, sort of that, that, touched on it a little earlier, like trying to keep up with those, you know, like Hank Impressionist um, 86 IPA. That's our West Coast India Pale Ale. Those have sort of started taking like some good traction in the yeah. distro market. So, you know, trying to keep tank space available for those um so yeah like juggling juggling all the different things we do we've certainly reduced some of our scope but the blackberry you know the sucker punch series you know some some of the driver for that was fruit availability and expense um well yeah the fruit is definitely gone yeah it's just not i mean nothing's nothing's been cheap the past uh you know year or so things have certainly jumped up in price but has has that type of um the popularity of that type of sour ale dropped off though with like people wanting the fruit smoothie ones or do people still like the you know i don't i don't traditional style i don't know um because i think the last sucker punch we had on tap 
was probably blackberry raspberry or i mean this is i think this is the first or second sucker punch we've had on draft this entire year so we really took a step back with fruited sours um yeah i mean in terms of marketing you certainly do see like the cheesecake like the like on a whole nother level of just a fruited sour and that's what i think like that that style has kind of ruined it for other sour beers because maybe people who are introduced to a sour beer in air quotes being the like super thick yeah uh ones yeah liking they're they're tough they're they're i mean they're tough to do well as much as i don't particularly care for the styles personally I mean, you still have to execute them well. Oh, yeah. You can't a just lot dump a bunch ones. of shit in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, the people that are doing it really well, like, kudos. Yeah. But that, you know, at least for me personally, like, my passion is not to dig down that that vein. It's just whether you call it a current trend or whether it's going to ebb and flow, it's just, you know, I don't know what the sustainability of things like that are. Yeah, I'm just it's wondering like, if it's killed the market for what ha- – had previously been called sour beer because even if you look at like the progression of some other like popular ones if you look at um what they are now like certain breweries burley oak would be a good that would be a good question for them like sorry chicky right yeah, does that still? Well, they, I mean, I think that's, that's like the does. that's an OG sour beer, and I think they still distribute that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's still, I think it's still in large distro. But like, was it a full lineup beer? Did they have it all year round? And now, do they have it like limited release? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I normally, if I look for it, I can find it. Um, but honestly, I don't. Uh, I'm, I don't. I don't go to the beer stores often. Yeah, you know, come here, go to work, go home. I got the boys now, so. Um. So what uh did you list all five? Mm. No, there's one more. Yeah. Right? We have a triple IPA called Apex Predator. I hate triple IPAs. This one just because they're dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> this one's real nice. We're gonna package a bunch of it. We're gonna have less on draft because the 10% definitely You don't wanna serve people. Yeah, you know, like the, the higher at least at least for us, you know, the higher ABV uh beers, they stick around on draft a while. I think you know whether the consumer is just being more responsible or understanding like i'm good for like two six percent beers but like yeah you know it's harder gonna, to judge how much you can drink once you get into the 10 percent yeah yeah beer and, category and like you know with with the heavier um hazy grain bill styles they it hides the booze like so oh, there's well so many triple ipas i've had recently that don't taste and like barely tastes like a double right right and then you're and then then you get a little buzz and you're like oh boy yeah so we're gonna package a lot of that because i think uh, i'll enjoy a 10 percent beer on the couch at home yeah right That's I, like i could have to. one or more <laughs> yeah. you know whatever but yeah in terms of tasting room we're gonna have a limited uh limited number of kegs is that, that canning today uh we're actually yesterday. packaging that tomorrow we transferred it late so we wanted to give uh, it as much time in the bright to to drop and not have a bunch of schmutzel in it that's uh probably a good good plan yeah yeah so we'll package that tomorrow everything else is packaged and ready to go um and we also not included in our anniversary celebration but it is happening um on sunday as well well so let me let me do the first thing 
We'll wrap up the anniversary. All right. So Sunday, and then we'll take another sponsor break, and then and we can then, dive okay. into. Okay, Sunday uh, we're doing a beer and cheese pairing with Kelly Harding. I don't know who that is. So Kelly, we met. I think the first year we opened, is she a cheesemonger. He is a he, cheesemonger. Is he a cheesemonger? Yeah. So he, uh, we met Kelly at the old spot, and we did a beer and cheese pairing every year with him until pandemic happened, and then you know, obviously that didn't happen. Yeah. He uh, was a consultant for many years, so he would go to cheese farms or cheese or dairies who were making cheese and had process problems, and he would help them troubleshoot and refine their cheese making process. So I reached out to him because um, we were trying to build an anniversary weekend, and it was it would be excited to just I was excited to just touch base with him and see how he was doing. Yeah. He opened his own cheese shop, nice. so he's making his own cheese now at? Uh, in Aldi, Virginia. Okay. So I went down about a month ago to drop some beer off, and him and his partner um, rented this space on a farm that used to be a cheese shop. The people that own the farm, they built this, they renovated this barn, and it is beautiful. There's cheese caves. Nice. So I walk into I this place. There. It was amazing. They don't have any cheese in the caves yet. Oh, okay. So... It's sort of inter- it was sort of interesting to talk to them about the beginning stages of their of their cheese production. So white cheeses, unaged cheeses, um, like soft spreadable yeah. type cheeses, you know, they typically take like fifteen to twenty days to make from start to finish. So sort of like an ale. So there's like there was a bunch of crossover, which is interesting to me. The 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 sharper cheeses, they need like sixty days minimum aging time in the cellar. Okay. So in order to be able to spend money on those products that are going to need to sit and age longer, they need to, they need to have the cash. Them. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's it's like opening a distillery. It's like moonshine and whiskey. Yeah. Right. Right. You need your white spirit before you have your age spirit. So they're in the process of growing their, their, okay. their quick turn cheeses. But the cheese caves, you can, <laughs> you can put 50,000 pounds of cheese that's in the caves. That's a lot of cheese. That's a lot of cheese. I am. Um, it's I crazy. Find, I've, cheese is fascinating. Where you like one kind, you like you let it sit out. It's going to go bad and kill you. Another kind of it, <laughs> it's only good if it's, if it's been sitting around yeah. for a couple years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was it was exciting because Kelly, you know, with all of his relationships, he brought cheeses from normally like five or six different cheesemakers. So you got to taste like the whole gambit of styles and different makers and stuff. So he's at, he's still going to showcase some of his friends' cheeses, but Kelly, for the first time this year, is going to bring some of his own cheese, and it's good, like really good. So it was exciting. Isn't like Parmesan is aged really long, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm I know that it is aged up to it might be aged up to almost two years. Some of I it. I think so. Yeah. Like the good, authentic stuff. Yeah. So they're looking they're looking forward to diving into that. So. We were happy to be able to help promote Village Cheese Works. They're uh, they're on Instagram and social media, um, so yeah, give them a like and follow. And if you haven't bought tickets to the beer and cheese pairing, we're gonna do um, five beer and cheese pairings, and then of course, we always throw like a little bonus in there. But there's gonna be breads and like other nuts and things, nice. like charcuterie ish type situation. It'll be a nice spread. That's on nice. Sunday. That's on Sunday for two m- to how five. How much is a ticket? I think tickets are forty dollars. Forty dollars a person. Nice. Um, and then obviously the beer and the cheese will be available for purchase after if you find, you know, a favorite pairing. Um, but yeah, Kelly's super great guy. Um, 
knows his cheese. So it'll be fun. Off the, I need to look and see what I'm doing Sunday. Yeah. Or you? Um, so we'll take a break and then we'll talk about the next thing happening on Sunday. Well, no. Well, we'll bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Time but, for a break. Well, no. If that if that's still part of the anniversary weekend, then it is. Well, yeah. So we're not. Yeah, but a there's. Break first. No, you but said then. no. There's something else happening on Sunday that oh, I want to talk about. Okay. All right. Well. We'll so be right. like anniversary weekend done. Check that off. Oh. Now okay. we're ready for the next. Gotcha. Yeah. Come on, Chris. Sorry. I, I ruined your per- perfect segue. <laughs> we'll be right back. I buy my beer at District East in downtown Frederick, Maryland. They have an amazing selection of local and hard-to-find beers, and I love the option of making my own mix-and-match custom six-pack. District East is on Northeast Street in Frederick in the same shopping center as Showroom Restaurant and Rockwell Brewery. Most weeks, they have over 950 beers in stock. Check out this week's selection at www.districteastbeer.com. Are you planning on having custom glassware made for your business? Glassware availability for 2022 has already reached capacity, and it looks like costs will predictably rise this year. Don't worry, ACS Brand My Beverage has you covered with over 6 million units of the most popular glass styles exclusively in their inventory to meet your branded glassware needs right now. Lock in today's lower prices and take immediate delivery, or ACS will store your product for you until you're ready. Email sales at brandmybeverage.com or visit brandmybeverage.com to reserve your glassware. McClintock Distilling is Maryland's first and only certified organic distillery, handcrafting gins, whiskeys, vodkas, and cordials from non-GMO organic ingredients in downtown Frederick. Named the best vodka distillery in the country by USA Today, best gin in the world at the International Spirits Competition, and double gold at the World Spirits Competition for bourbon, rye, and gin. Open now for tours, tastings, and classes. Come sample the most awarded distillery in Frederick today. All right, tell us about what you've been dying to and talk And we're about. back. Uh, so we did a beer collaboration with Idiom. They're pack- we're packaging it tomorrow. It'll be, for sa- it'll be on sale this weekend. It is uh, a packaging beer. Their, it was their packaging. Right? They, they brewed it over yeah. there, yeah. We did 30 barrels of a, an oat IPA. Um, it's called Not All Heroes Wear Capes. So this is a beer uh, in memoriam and celebration of the life of uh, Josh Laird and Stu Alcorn. Um, they uh, they both left us too early. Um, Josh was a firefighter and Stu was a, a police detective here in the city. You've done a beer for Stu previously, right? Or yeah. Or you had an event for him? Yeah, we did uh, We did a private label um, of Hank. That's what it was. For Stu. Hank, that's right. Yeah. Um, he passed away last year, and uh, we did we did that in uh, in celebration of him, and we did it again this year. We didn't release it to the public. Um, we took it to the Fraternal Order of Police Golf Tournament in okay. September, so they had it on the beverage carts. Um, so that was always a nice thing to do. But not all heroes wear capes. Is a uh, is a beer um, releasing for uh, the Day of the Dead. Um, so we're setting up um, an event Sunday evening. At idiom, well, Sunday's not the day of the dead. Yeah, it's like well, it's November first, isn't it? No, it's the second. November second, or maybe well, it's uh, the the days. event we're doing is Sunday. Okay. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna set it up down on the creek. Um, anybody is welcome to come and uh, lay a picture on the tables that we'll have set up. Um, you know, to remember 
you know, family and friends who have, uh, who have left us too early. So we'll be there. Um, oh, it, it starts November 1st, ends November 2nd. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. So either way, that, that event is, uh, that event is this, this Sunday. It's kind of misnamed. Event length, two days. Name, Day of the Dead. <laughs> days of the Dead? Yeah. yeah. 48 hours? I'm sorry, I went off track. You know? I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> so on on Sunday at Idiom. At Idiom, yeah, it's going to be the event. Um, so all money, all proceeds raised from this beer draft and and can, um, we're throwing back to three funds. So the What Would Stu Do Memorial Fund, um, held at the Community Foundation of Frederick County, is one. Um, I should have been more prepared for this. There's another foundation um, for firefighters. Uh, actually, you know what? I wrote these down on my phone. You're going to have to give me a second because this is important. I guess that this would be a good time to, we could mention, why, did you already find it? I did. All right, go ahead. Because I knew exactly where it was. <laughs> so uh, what would Studio Foundation so is... So you uh, were prepared, but you forgot I was, you were prepared. I, I, and then you know, <laughs> I love it when it works out like that. Uh, Tunnel, Tunnel to Towers is another foundation that we're um, donating money to. And then the other one is National Fallen uh, Fire Heroes. Or, na- yeah, nationalfallenfirehero.org. So either way, those three foundations are going to be, um, we're going to contribute all the proceeds from this beer to uh, those. So we're excited. Is that going into distribution too, or is that going to be sold at, will you have it at this tap room also? Yeah, we will. So uh, last year, um, Idiom did this beer. I think they only did like a 15 barrel batch and they sold it all that weekend, which is phenomenal. So our hope is that we do this 30 barrel batch. We've got kegs and cans. We're canning a bunch of it. We'd like to offload, you know, let's charge everybody. Yeah. We're going to get rid of all this this weekend and really just like make it make a big impact. Um, I think we're doing like 150 cases. It's a so, lot of beer. Yeah, we'll probably take 50 to 75 up here and see how much we can get through. Um, but yes, that beer will be released and available in both tasting rooms. Awesome. So come up, come up and support. Go down on the creek and support. It'll be great. You said it's, is it a single or a double IPA? Uh, I don't know. I think it's, I want to say it's a double, like 7% maybe. That sounds familiar. It's tasting real nice though. I got a picture of the label. It is. It's a pretty cool label too. Yeah, it's fun. And I'll tell you, it was, it, this was sort of a last minute, um, a last minute thing. So, you know, in the matter of like a day and a half, you know, Mike and, you know, we decided, yeah, let's, let's do this label together for Josh and Stu. Um, and his graphic artist came up with a brand new label in like two hours. It was amazing. So kudos, kudos to, uh, to Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. We certainly appreciate the speed and uh, the effort to get that push through. Uh, I found the listing on social media, but it doesn't say the details of the beer. Um, so that is something people should go take do yeah. on Sunday evening. Yep, Sunday evening. Um, so I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the beer and cheese pairing here, and then I'm gonna shoot right down to the creek and uh, spend some time with family and friends. 
so you have some other stuff going on here. Do you want to talk about that stuff? Yeah. So we've got a been working on a kitchen for quite some time. We should, we're on the cusp. I, I feel like I say this every week. We're, we're like, we're, we're going to get the permit next week. Uh, but seriously, I think we are, we are going to get the building permit next week. Uh, so we'll throw the kitchen up. Um, we do, we've got 50, 50 food truck coming in to do their smash burgers. And, uh, we're super excited to work with John and his crew. So they're going to be coming in. They're, they're going to have all the, all the, oh, lovely. so they'll, they'll be operating in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So they're they're gonna they're gonna run their their food trucks as a you know through this commissary kitchen and um, they'll also have all their stuff here. So we're gonna be uh, hopefully a full service restaurant offering a uh, a brand new craft experience. We have soft pretzels. Yes, there will be pretzels and beer cheese. Yes. Yes. I love pretzels. Yeah, I think he's he's looking forward to expanding his menu and having a having a larger kitchen to experiment with stuff. So where is he now? I don't I don't think I've ever yeah, I don't think I've heard of that food truck. Are you kidding me? No. You have not had a 50-50 burger? No. Bro. Are you sleeping under a rock? Apparently. I don't get out. I'm not allowed out of the house. So I actually I, I throw darts on Wednesdays uh in local dart league. So last night we were home. Steinhardt actually was was up here playing us. And I uh, made dinner late, so I didn't have dinner. And I was so excited to be able to come up here and grab a burger and fries. And I'm I'm not just puffing this up. So it's here all the time? They're here uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Huh. Uh, and then Saturdays and Sundays, they're normally at Rockwell and Steinhardt. French fries look good. They are good. They are good. I, was, um, uh, I didn't have dinner yesterday either, so I was busy judging a... Pumpkin carving contest. Uh, so he has he's got a he's got a new burger this week called the Duke, and it's uh, so fifty fifty. They do fifty percent beef, fifty percent bacon, in their smash burgers. So they like have the nice crust, and the cheese can't go wrong with the beef and bacon mix. Yeah. So the burger, the Duke that they came out with this week is sort of uh, a Carolina pulled pork sandwich inspired burger. So there's coleslaw with like chipotle aioli. And uh, when they get some be barbecue here sauce, next. they'll be here tonight. Tonight, four to eight. Why didn't we wait till tonight to record? <sighs> I mean, we should have. <laughs> we should have. Well, you know, we're, we're gonna go grab some uh, wood fired pizza at the new spot. I, I haven't been there yet. I'm excited about that. I went up there for lunch last week and it was did not disappoint. So I'm looking forward to uh, to that. Um, so yeah, we're gonna have the kitchen come in. Um, we're going to be putting in some more draft towers, uh, so we'll be able to have uh, some guest taps. Uh, of other beer um we're gonna bring in some wine and some some craft cocktails so we're gonna we're gonna up our game a little bit we've been working on it for quite some time so did you did you have to go through a whole relicensing then I or w- did you already have um were you already licensed no at that yeah so we're not licensed on any of that level so all all of that all of that is is in work right now um, so we're sort of we're sort of overlapping some licenses in the time, uh, in 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 the catch between license renewals are in May every okay. year, so we have to overlap some licenses right now in order to get everything fully operational. And then next year, um, we will more than likely be switching our manufacturing license to be able to have everything under under one one license. Um, will, will you only be able to get cocktails in the back or will you be able to get them in the front or where, like, where will those? So we're not going to have, um, so the rear bar 
is going to be the kitchen. So okay. there will there will be no rear room service. So everything will be up front. Okay. And the plan is is for us to um, have a few, you know, handmade cocktails that don't belong in kegs, um, but we're primarily going to be driving our own handmade cocktails through the draft system. Okay. Like Oga's Cantina. Yeah, something. What's that? It's the Star Wars theme bar and, oh. <laughs> and Disney. Yeah. <laughs> you know, margarita, you know, some of those things that you can you can mix up and yeah, and, and just punch do, through on a glass. Because, like, all of, all of the cocktails there are yeah. on we're still We're still, you know, like, we're trying to, we'll, we'll still, and we always will be Old Mother Brewing Company. Yeah. But, you know, as, as time changes and, and atmosphere is becoming, you know, more of an, well, it's always been an important thing, but we want to be more inclusive than we can with only brewing our own beer. So if somebody wants a glass of nice red wine, you know, we want to have that option available. Well, more, I mean, it, it's always been important, um, but more and more just selling something isn't enough. Bit like being experiential is more and more important. Sure. Like providing an actual... yeah. Yeah, full full experience. For yeah, people. So, so we definitely, you know, we definitely are not going to come across as, uh, you know, going to get a fine cocktail at Tenth Ward or McClintock's Back Bar. We're going to be more of more easy, more easy, easy going, you know. Yeah. But we want to have those options available, and it's it's sort of it, it's sort of in tandem. The attempt there is to obviously be able to bring in some different product varieties. So, you know, in, in our struggle to find tank space and have the wide variety of beer that we have, you know, if, if we can, if we don't have tank space and we need a stout, you know, we can pick up a great stout from yeah. the local area or something um, to give, to give the customer always an equal experience, you know? So the, um, the perfect margarita that I make could easily be made served from listen a, uh, i'm gonna i'll put you in touch with steve he's gonna be our <laughs> he's gonna be our mixologist so well, we'll sure just have to throw down on an uncapped uh margarita collab is it gonna be a mango margarita no no i <laughs> i don't um i prefer like skinny margaritas okay just like a little bit of uh lime and lime and juice. agave okay okay i've made a couple like that those are nice without like all the sweet and sour mix and stuff mm-hmm. yeah um, in, in surprisingly, let the tequila talk. Yes. Uh, the trace agave, uh, pre-made margarita mix. And it, it just has lime and agave syrup in it mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Nice. Nice. Sounds like, you know what you're talking about. Um, not really. <laughs> um, but I do know, um, how to make a good one. And it was basically just because Ben Little told me <laughs> how, to, how to do it. Yeah, how to do it. And I nice. just did what. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> Although he claims that I put way too much tequila into it. Well, you know. Um, which people, is accurate. Some people pour had, the heavy hand. I had to scale back on that because we were going through tequila way too often. You're like, huh, three margaritas a bottle. That doesn't yeah. seem right. <laughs> well, I was buying like the humongous ones, the like, like a one big handle one. Yeah. One liter or 1.25. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we went through it in like two weeks. That's, so. you know, that's, that's not bad. 
No, it, it kind of is, I think. Kind of is. Or maybe it was a week. <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever frequency it was, it was not, it was a, not, healthy, good, yeah, yeah. It was not a healthy amount. Uh, so I had, to, I had to readjust my ratio of mixture. That's great. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I normally, you know, my uh, my spirit drinks are normally a little heavy. Because, I, I mean, I like the flavor of spirits. You know? Yeah, so do I. So. Um. I lost it. Uh, I saw it in your face. Yeah. <laughs> it just left. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that we should just tell the original old mother story, but we're we're already at like 45 minutes in. I don't, I don't feel like we need We to. do this every time. Yeah, we're 45 minutes in and we're like, how long can we go? Oh, we could definitely go much longer because I am going to have. Have I ever had you answer the stupid questions? Yeah. I couldn't remember if we, if I was doing that last year when I have new ones, though. Oh, you got new um, ones? I was, we'll, quick, I was quick fire last year. All, all of your questions were easy. Um, well, yeah. They're like, not. they're instinctual. You know? Yeah. Um, so what? once you get the permits, how how long do you think construction will be? Like, how Listen, long should it? So Actually, from, why, from, from my guessing. experience, yeah, it's just, you know. So next year when we're, we're doing this, it may be opening around then sometime. I will shoot myself. That is the actual... <laughs> timeline now we're hoping listen i'm gonna i'm gonna say conservatively we're gonna jump into the new year should try whether it's whether we've already had like soft work in openings yeah you know i i don't plan on having a large celebration of of that and having having everything really put together um you know should i try to have it open for my birthday when is that december december yeah bro you're pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> You're pushing it. So we'll see. We're we're we are we are we are hopeful daily. So I don't I don't quite understand how the setup is going to be. This is what I lost earlier that I was going to ask you to clarify. Okay. So there won't be any alcohol served in the back. No. That'll that'll all be. That's going to be the kitchen. Kitchen. And then and our like how we currently use the space. Okay. We've got you know the live entertainment, um, and then we're working on some more permanent. Uh, you know, like sections of tables and things. Okay. So for the, for the most part, that space is very convertible. We we pull the tables up when we have concerts and things like yeah. that. Um, we've got the dartboard set up back there. So we're gonna we're trying to we're trying to use consume some of that space and make it a little bit more of a permanent feel and okay. vibe rather than it being so convertible. But we still are leaving most of the floor open for larger. Larger entertainment. Okay, so day to day, the tap room will be this front area. What was that? that was, I don't know. Do you want to go check in on no, that? No, Olivia's. Uh, sound like somebody screamed, right? Yeah. Did somebody scream? No, it's the door when I closed it. Oh, that my heart is racing yeah. right now. That one hundred percent sounded like someone <laughs> oh screaming in distress. Like, like not just screaming, but screaming in distress. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, "Dude, did somebody fall down a hole? Yeah, <laughs> am I about to have a workman's comp claim? Right? No. Um, what were we saying? Oh um, yeah, so the backspace. Yeah, we're yeah, we've got. We're excited about next year's like music lineup. Uh, Chris and Colin from Could Be Better. You know, they book our music. Yeah. Um, it's been really great. They've had a really great year. I think they've they've certainly grown and 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 done things well on their side. So 
we're uh, we're putting in some better equipment and things, and hopefully we'll we'll be setting up a little bit more of a legitimate stage and things like that. Oh, so like putting in a, a sound system yeah. here and stuff, yeah. so people like the bands don't have to bring in their yeah. own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've you know they've been in the music scene for a long time, so yeah. they already are very deeply well networked. Yeah. Um, but just like the exercise of booking shows and and hyping up larger events. You know, we I, I feel like we did a really great job this year. So Does we're looking that, to build. We're looking forward to building on that. Having your own sound in place here does that help um, get people in, like the to book people to come in? With like, do bands prefer I there think to be so. stuff I mean, that, here? That then? would be a great question for Nick because he's been in the music scene for a lot longer. But I mean, yeah, if you don't have to haul a bunch of gear yeah. and you can just show up with your instrument, I'm sure that that is a a big consideration. Yeah, I could I mean I could see it being either but like both ways though. Like the band being picky about sure. the equipment sure. and the sound of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, and like then, larger, you know, larger touring bands, um, they may be they may be picky and have their yeah. equipment and their own sound guy. Which is perfectly fine. You know, that's that's always welcome. And pre- and preferred because they know, you know, they know their gear. So, like, are you going all in and getting like a board? And no, so, okay. no, no, no. We're we're like hanging some speakers, okay. um, and things like that. So, just right stuff now. that they could easily plug in. Yeah, to. yeah, okay. yep, yep. Trying just trying to set up more of a, a more of a permanent music appearance. Yeah. So that you know, people know our vibe. How many people can you fit back there? We have occupancy for two hundred and fifty. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people, and we. We've maxed it. We've we've done that a couple times, and it's amazing to see people. It's like great when you have a packed house and the energy yeah. and the music is like hitting all the right notes. It's just like it's a cool experience. Um, are you still doing the comedy stuff too, or has that mm, died off? No, I mean we. I don't think we ever really did that super consistently. There was um there was a, a brother duo that was booking um comedians from new york and we worked with them for a little bit but you know whether we fell off their radar and pandemic and all that yeah because that stuff, was all just sort of lost. that started yeah right? yeah i think I, I think that the comedian um touring things are still very much a very much a thing but yeah yeah that was fun that was fun i like going to see stand-up comedians yeah i like i i i have odd anxiety for comedians like you're worried that they're gonna heckle, like, like attack well, you. Well, yeah, or? like if they're not funny and like nobody's <laughs> oh. laughing, like oh yeah, it's very I almost awkward. like want to shoulder their, yeah, you know, like oh I god, they're mean, yeah. bombing. But I, some people find joy in that, I guess. I don't. I don't think I've ever been. I don't think I've ever been to a show where the person was bombing. Yeah, but I can see what you mean. Like where you like you are embarrassed for them, sort kind of. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the shows that we that we had here, I forgot the, the name of this one guy, but that dude was hilarious. Uh, it's just like borderlining, you know, the inappropriateness and like the edges that the comedians can yeah can hit is is uh, it's always entertaining. Are right, you want to answer some stupid questions? Yeah, let's do some stupid questions. All right, I'm pretty sure I've answered that asked you this one already, but I'm gonna ask again: Who would win in a battle between a ninja and a pirate? Ninja. That's wrong. You did answer that one last yeah. year. And you, or you asked me. So you I probably would. said pirate last year. Well, I mean, that's the right answer, so you probably should have stuck with it. Oh. <clears throat> Does pineapple belong on pizza? Yes. No, it doesn't. 
you are bad at these. <laughs> what is the best color of Starburst? Pink. That's finally you get one right. <laughs> What's the worst concert you've ever attended? Mm. Worst concert. I actually haven't attended many concerts. The worst concert. Really? No. I, I find that surprising. You seem like you would be a concert guy. So I like maybe I've talked youth. about this uh, in other in other uh podcast but i have wait you do other podcasts yeah bro listen you cheat on me is what it is man that's messed up no i i have i have just i have recently over the past like four years found like the music that speaks to me so i i am i want to go to as many live shows as i can now but it it wasn't like it was never really a thing but i've been i don't know my worst concert I'll tell you a concert that I did go to that I enjoyed greatly. How about that? Uh, I mean, that works. I went to see Lettuce with my buddy in D.C. about five months ago. I have no idea who that is. They're like a jam band. Okay. uh, Which I'm, when I think jam band, I think that's not my, that's not my, my vibe. Um, But it was a, it was a game changer in my mind. Hmm. It was a, it was a great experience. I actually don't think I've ever been to a jam band concert. I like jam bands. Like I feel like I would love a fish concert, but I've never gone to one. See, so like fish, I don't know. I don't know. I can. I don't know if I can. It just get seems into like it'd be a lot of fun. I mean, maybe I don't know. Um, is it acceptable to use a gift card on a first date? <laughs> cash is cash. Yes. What about a coupon? Like, what are we talking about? Going to Olive Garden and getting, like, two-for-one apps or something? I mean, I'm not putting any quality. Listen, I don't know if there's any problem with using a coupon, but if you, like, bust out your coupon accordion (laughs) and then, like, you know, pick the one, that might indicate. That might be a red flag. You know, but then you're also a man that knows how to save money and find a good deal. What will the name of um, the kitchen here be? Or is it just going to be Old Mother's Kitchen? The kitchen okay you put a lot of thought into that huh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> super original <laughs> no it's gonna be 50 50 kitchen it's okay. like 50 50s you know it's them okay so you're you're kind of just doing like a subletting yeah okay yeah so like uh kushwa and rad pies 100 you have nothing to do with what they're doing other than they're in your space that's right that's, that's right. definitely the way to go yeah i don't think i'd want anything to do with running a I I mean I I like cooking and I like food, um, but yeah I you kind of got your hands full. I've got my hands full, (laughs) and I am always putting more things on my plate than I can handle. And when it comes to food, I mean you can't do it wrong. Yeah, like you get one shot. Yeah. So if you're if you're half-assing it by being distracted, it will be clearly transparent. Business here, right? 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 (laughs) Yeah. So we're gonna stay in our lane. And they're going to accentuate yeah. it. I think that is the best way for breweries to yeah. do it, like that. Find yeah. a, a trusted partner that. Yeah, for sure. If you were a wrestler, what would your walkout music be? American Badass. That's what we already. This was last year's question. No, that's a newer one. I don't think so. Oh, is it? Okay. Or maybe maybe that was just like one time you asked me what my theme song for life was. Oh, that's possible. Yeah. What is your most prized possession? <laughs> My 1977 square body. <laughs> <laughs> just because I just got it running. Oh, that 
that uh that truck is as old as me. It's a it's a forty yeah it's an old truck. Wait what? Are you born in seventy seven? Yeah. No shit. I'm old as dirt. Dirt. <laughs> I'm old. I'm old as the oil on that engine I've, block, I've got, boy. I've got at least one foot in the grave. Oh man. How do you feel about garden gnomes? Uh, you know, impartial. As a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? An engineer. What kind of engineer? Uh, mechanical or civil. Okay. Why'd you change your mind? <laughs> because sitting at a desk is boring. It is. Is a hot dog. <laughs> well, actually, what really changed my mind was that I couldn't pass calculus too. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> that really set the path. <laughs> so, like, you know what? F this. I'm just going to go join the military. So someone changed your mind for someone, you. <laughs> yeah, someone changed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but didn't you didn't you do engineering type stuff in the military? Yeah, I do engineering type stuff, but you know, so like, here's the funny thing is that I have talked to a number of engineers. Oh, I that hard, like barely passed college, right? Yeah. So I feel like if I would have just kept with it, I tend to not enjoy things that I'm that I'm not good at, yeah. or if I don't, if I work at it and I don't see an improvement. I'll just find something else that I can like, yeah. you know, like I, I'm, I mean, everybody's sort of, it's not reward driven, but like, you know, I'm like, dude, this is, this might just not be the path for me, yeah. <laughs> but I've talked to so many engineers that, I mean, there are engineers who certainly use and apply the things that they went to school for, yeah. but I mean, I think that's, that's common throughout. Like I, I got a business degree, right? Yeah. How many, how much do you rely on your business teaching Versus so, your experience in whatever business you're applying that to in your ed- education career. requirements drive me nuts. It's, yeah, for, it's, it's especially weird. especially if you're someone in your 40s, yeah, and you work in the technology field. So, like, so many ex, um, IT jobs will require uh, C or just will require a, a bachelor's sometimes preferred master's degree in uh, computer science. I would have gotten that 20 years ago. Yeah. Not a single thing I use <laughs> what I would have learned during that would right. have been applicable right. to what I'm doing today. Right. Yeah, it's weird. I think that they're, uh, for as much as experience talks on a resume, I think people are still looking for those yeah. those pieces of paper, which just is, seems like an outdated. It's well, I mean, I don't want to say it's wild. I mean, you know, there's there's like work ethic that's built into a degree. You know, like if you if you worked and got your bachelor's degree, you obviously put in some work. You well, didn't just like. But I feel like if you, yeah, and and I think that matters, like early on in your career. Yeah, but if you've been working for a decade, yeah, if you or have two. ten experience, <laughs> ten years of experience or more in the field. That could be, that could be more yeah. valuable than a four-year degree. It well, actually, it is more valuable than a four-year degree. We took that way off track. No. Well, um, is a hot dog a sandwich? No. What is Chris Sands? Is a hot dog a sandwich? I don't care. This is not a sandwich. Why not? It's a piece of meat between two pieces of bread. It's not two pieces of bread. It's one. It's not the bun's not separate. Could be. I mean, what we're not talking about. This might fall apart. Well, if if the bun if the bun falls apart, are we talking about a hot dog sub? 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know? I don't have strong I'm going to say no. The, a hot dog is not a sandwich. Okay. It's you, just a hot dog. It's its own category. It's just a hot dog. Is cereal a type of soup? <laughs> no. If you were having a plumbing issue, who would you hire, Mario or Luigi? Luigi. Why? He's skinnier. He's going to be able to get under the sink better. Okay. <laughs> so you're uh, your sizest. Listen, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just calling it like it is. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Who was the actual bully, Danny Larusso or Johnny Lawrence? Johnny. I don't even know what that reference is. What? What's that reference? Karate Kid. Oh. Oh. Wait a second. Well, Danny's uh, Danny's the Karate Kid. That's who they want you to think isn't the bully, but he definitely is. Shut up. <laughs> Get out of here. You know who the bully is, Mr. Miyagi. A lot of, a lot of people. Oh, yeah, because he's training someone to go beat up on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what What is the best Robin Williams movie? Oh man, there's a lot of good there Robin are. Williams movies. Let's go. Th- this is hugely debatable. It could be uh, Miss Doubtfire. Uh, that is the common answer, but the actual correct answer is One Hour Photo. Oh, I don't know if I've ever seen. Oh no, I have seen that. It's the creepy one where he's <laughs> stalking. Yeah. Him. Um, who would play you in a movie about your life? Adam Sandler. Why Adam Because I have an egg-shaped head like him. <laughs> <laughs> Iced or hot coffee? Oh, I could go either way. Iced is the correct answer. Nah. How often? Not all the time. No, definitely all the time. <laughs> How often do you check yourself out in the mirror every day? Zero. I put beard oil in once in the morning. Well, so then you're probably look looking in the once. mirror then. Yeah. So, so once the answer try, the answer don't is try once. to say zero. The answer is once. I need to use beard oil. I feel like this would look better if I consistently. I'm do. growing this bad boy till April. Why to April? Oh, there's like ten of us doing it. Why don't you ever ask me to do stuff with you? I feel left out. Sorry. Would you choose? What would you choose? The ability to fly or a million dollars? Oh. I like fly like Superman. Yeah, a million dollars. It's cold. If, it's cold up there. Well, you don't have to go like super high. <laughs> What's the point? I'll take a million dollars. If you're at the movie theater, which armrest is yours? I mean, I guess the left. Why the left? Because I'm not going to battle for the middle one. No, the arm, which armrest? Yeah, like, are you saying if, like, Courtney's there's sitting no beside middle me? armrest? Yeah, there is. You got an armrest on either side of the chair, right? Yeah, so there's no middle. There's one. Yeah, but if she's sitting right here and there's only one. Right? Oh, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what if there's someone on the other side of you? Then I'm arms folded across my chest. <laughs> if you drop food on the floor, what is the maximum amount of time that it's still acceptable to eat it? Depends on what floor it is. Okay, we won't die. <laughs> if you were a member of the Spice Girls, what would your name be? Oh Jesus! I don't. I don't even know. Spice <laughs> Girls. Are, Courtney. Courtney would know this. What? 
Sorry, everybody. That's my son. <laughs> <laughs> if Keith was a Spice Girl, what would his name be? Which of the five Spice Girls? No, like he. I don't outside. even know all the Spice Girls. No, he he I is. I make up a no. Yeah, his own like a Spice Girl. Yeah, his own Beardy Spice, Spice Girl name. Beardy Spice. No, that's too obvious a name. No, oh. um, maybe like um. Okay, like immediately in my head I thought like grungy spice, but not grungy. But not because of like grungy music, but because he's like always grungy. Does that make sense? <laughs> Those are Doritos, yeah. buddy. We'll go with we'll go with filthy grungy spice. Filthy grungy spice. I appreciate that, babe. Thanks. I do only shower like once every couple weeks, so. They were talking on the radio the other day about like just people who are you serious? Hot coffee, bro. You only shower once or twice a week? No, man. Oh. That's well, no, we, that's that gross. is. But no, they were talking on the radio the other day about frequency of showering. And there were people that shower like a couple times a year. No. Disgusting. Did you hear about the guy that took uh, Yeah, that's what they talked about. The oh, that's, yeah. that's what that's drove what, it. Okay. Yeah, that's what prompted the discussion. That dude was a dirty man. Yeah. But he had like a safety crust. I get it. I, uh, I can't. I mean, maybe if you just go a certain amount of time, you stop feeling disgusting. Yeah. But I will tell you that my shower habits have changed over the years. I used to shower two or three times a day. That's a lot of water. It is a lot of water. <laughs> you know, so I'm, t I'm greener these yeah. days. I also <laughs> no longer have time to go to the gym. Or, I, listen, I don't make time to go to the gym. Um, yeah, so I used, to, I used to shower a lot. What would you rather hear first, good news or bad news? Bad news. Do you have any? Is this your last episode? This is the last episode. Is that good or bad news? This episode is over. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on what perspective you are. It's like the sandwich method. Yeah. Good, bad, good. <laughs> um, that's all I got for you. That's it? You have anything for me? Got any questions for me? No. You guys like to do that sometimes? No. That's more of a Nicky Poo thing? Well, you know. <laughs> So what do you what do you got uh, what what do you got coming down the pipes uh, for this show? Nothing. This is the last one. Oh I yeah, don't have to do anything more. Son of a gun. <laughs> How does that feel? Does that feel good? It's liberating. It's liberating. <laughs> um, what do I have coming up? I'm having a uh, scheduled right now. Um, it's a guy who owns a couple distilleries and is like a marketing guru who nice. wrote a book called Brand Mysticism. Ooh, interviewing him. Like he's worked on Miller High Life's okay. marketing campaigns okay. and Guinness and stuff like that. Uh, I'm gonna have Cura Leaf on. Nice. Um, Zool is that or, the Pizza Hut shop? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's great for any for the Frederick OGs. Um, Zool beer will be on soon. Where are they? Where are they? Uh, Tennessee, based out of Tennessee. Yeah, Zool. It's kind of a cool name. XUL. Their branding's really oh, cool. Oh, XUL. Too. Yeah. Huh. That's cool. Um trying not to travel it anymore this year. Yeah. How has that been? But You're on the road. It's been fun. Like uncapped stuff. Yeah. Once or um, twice a month or more. Uh probably once or twice a month. Okay. Been. That's kind of cool though. I mean like you're you're you have obvious you have definitely widened your radius of exposure. Yeah. Yes. Which is cool. What's crazy is that it's like it's it was COVID that prompted that. Oh, I mean, I guess it does make sense though. Like COVID had me start recording remotely. 
Okay. And, and then the in model my mind, just sort of worked a little bit. Better. Yeah, in my mind, it didn't make sense to have local people on yeah. remotely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I started reaching. You've already out hit there. them all too. I mean, now there's still a lot of local places I haven't talked to yet that I really need to get on. Like I haven't had Prospect Park on. I haven't Prospect had Point. Point, same thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, no, Prospect even, Park is in Bonnery. I, I know. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know the names of the. Uh, I haven't talked to Saga, to um, Thick and Thin, uh, to lots. All the ones I'm not thinking of. That yeah, we we went and dropped beer off for the uh, the Brewers Association competition last week at 1623. Have you been to their facility? Yeah. It may have changed since the last time I was there. I was there for their, like their grand opening. And oh yeah, they knocked down a wall and oh, took really? like wow. uh, probably ten thousand more square feet. Damn. They got a setup. Well, I mean, they had a huge, yeah, production space. Yeah, before like they when, didn't. Yeah, they, when they were in what, Colorado. Were, no, no, no. Here, oh. when they when they first opened, they had a thirty barrel. Oh yeah, that's still there. Yeah, but they knocked. They like moved. They moved uh, into more suites, to like production space or yeah. Taps? So they basically they took all their brights and packaging over. To okay. The, to that second, that second expansion. But yeah, I went. I went. Uh, I I thought that that brand started in Colorado, but it ended no, it up just being here. that Zach was from Colorado. Yeah. And yeah, Matt. Well, that's where the name comes explained from. To me, right. Yeah, I just yeah. I was super confused, they and were, I, th- I guess they guess that question. They get that question. Maybe if you listened to the Uncapped podcast, Stop you would have heard Stop him it. tell that story about Stop how it. that brewery is one thousand six hundred twenty-three miles from where he is. Ah, <laughs> that's really clever, actually. It's a good story. Till someone moves, and then you have to change like, the name to sixteen three hundred fifty-two. <laughs> I moved closer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Keith. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. Um, Happy yeah. anniversary. Same to you. Appreciate it. Maybe we'll do this again next year. Yeah. Probably we've not. had a we've had a good seven years. We're looking forward to uh seeing some old friends and family uh, this weekend. And thank you everyone for listening. Cheers. Cheers. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook, and if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.